Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach, and we got another day at the homestead, the Beach Corral, and uh, got a lot to talk about today. But you know, sometimes uh, because of what's going on in our society, you'll do some things you hadn't been doing, uh, or some things you meant to do and you've been putting them off. Yesterday, I got an email from uh, my roommate at radio school, and I had two uh, uh, two roommates in Boston at radio school, and uh, here he was one of them. Uh, as luck would have it, uh, I, I lived uh, 50 miles outside of Boston, which is where I went to radio school, and he lived in the adjacent town. I'm from, I was from Lunenburg, uh, he was from Townsend, and so occasionally when we'd come home, he would give me a ride because he had access to a car, and at that time I didn't, okay? So this uh, one weekend, he remembers this story, and the, it's the first story he said, I was thinking of you, and I was thinking of the, uh, the truck driver story, and I started laughing so hard I had to get a hold of you. So uh, one weekend, he said, I'm going home. Do you want to ride? I said, sure. So I get in his car, and we're driving home, and, and we come up to um, one street where he had to cross over, and he was in the wrong lane. So he pulled over in front of a, a, a tractor trailer, of all things. And the driver was very mad that he had done it. Now, we were wrong. He shouldn't have done it. Uh, absolutely. We're two punk kids, but we weren't trying to do anything. We, he just accidentally was in the wrong lane. But the truck driver puts his window down and starts really haranguing my roommate for taking the wrong turn. And then he gets to the point where he runs out of harangue and says... I should come down there because he's, you know, he's in an 18-wheeler. He's much higher than we were. He said, I should come down there and slap your face. That really got my attention. I, I grabbed the door handle, and Dave says, no, 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 don't go out there. I, I said, I have to. I went out there, and I walked around to his window, and I said, slap your face? What kind of a truck driver are you? My father drives truck. None of his friends or he would never use the term slap your face. What are you, a sissy truck driver? What are you, a girl? 
come on out here and slap my face. At that point, he rolled the window up. <laughs> he probably thought we were crazy. And as I think about it, I probably wouldn't do that now because they might have a gun or a knife or a billy club. But I had to confront the guy who said he was going to slap my roommate's face. Uh, and and uh, we were laughing all the way home. I'm still laughing many decades later. Uh, but uh, those are the stories you remember. Ever have a story like that where uh, it was uh, buried in your psyche and all of a sudden you, it comes up and it causes you to laugh hysterically? Oh, it happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Slap your face. I'm still laughing at it. You know, if he said I'm going to come down and, you know, punch in the nose or something, you know, just something manly. But uh, he shouldn't be allowed to drive a truck. I, I think there should be a, uh, a special <laughs> license. His testosterone and, level's too low. And Dave, as soon as he saw me reach for the door handle, said, no, 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 don't go out there. Don't go out there. I said, oh, I have to. <laughs> I just have to. Because then I'll have a great story to tell years later. Uh, he went on to a, um, a really good career, not in radio, strangely enough. Uh, uh, the third roommate, uh, he, he was a record promotion man for many years, Dave McKay. And then this Dave, also named Dave, uh, strangely enough, there were two hermits named Dave who are roommates of mine. Uh, he was uh, the general, general sales manager of uh, two of the big TV stations in Boston, he was also the general manager of the Pacers, uh, the wow. Indiana Pacers. So he's had some good jobs, and uh, and I have too. And uh, it was so good to hear from him again. It's one of those uh, things that may not have happened had he not been in the house. Let's take a break and we'll return. I promise not to slap your face if you disagree with me on News Radio. <laughs> slap your face? The Teamsters ought to throw you out of the country. We'll be back after this. It is Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Uh, is it the same with you guys? Uh, uh, totally disoriented for time. Usually my brain works like a clock. I can tell you what time it is without having a watch on uh, or even looking at a clock within a couple of minutes, any time of the day or night. Now I can't tell you what day it is. I, I, I wake up from a nap and I'm not sure if I missed my show if I've done my show, if I've still got a show to do, is it the same with you guys? No, not with me because I'm still on my schedule, working Monday through Friday, coming home, doing the same chores I do, so I'm caught up. Mine is pruned down uh, simply because I'm working uh, like a couple of rooms away from uh, where I'm spending my time. Uh, Buzzy, how you doing on those workout on the uh, stairs, uh, the <laughs> Uniland stair workout? You know, it's it's going really well. Yesterday I did a little jog for 15 minutes and then did uh, some stair workout. Moved to the emergency stairs. Oh, they're not really emergency. They're the side stairs on the other end of the building uh, because no one's at that end of the building. So I uh, was able to do 30 minutes of stair work, 20-minute run. I'll do the same today, maybe a little more stair work, but uh, I'm feeling great. I, I'm not letting the gym being closed uh, defeat me. Well, that's very good. You guys are in fabulous shape. Well, at least you are, Buzzy. Tony, yeah. used, Tony used to be. I'm in fabulous shape. It's just round. Uh, yeah, exactly. If you, uh, you uh, kind of sculpt it out a little bit, it'd be perfect. It's you know still what I mean? a shape, right? I, I, well, it's a shape. A shape, right? I, I don't know if it's the shape. No, that, it's definitely uh, not the shape. Everybody wants. Uh, all right, anything going on back there? I kind of miss going into the building. We I mean, miss I... you too, Sandy. Thank you. How nice of you to say that. 
<laughs> Isn't he great for sucking up, Tony? <laughs> 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 I all miss right. all the car stuff. We don't get to do as much car talk anymore. Well, that's true. We do a lot of car talk in between the uh, uh, in the spots while the spots are running. We we talk uh, cars. I'm a little bit behind in my reading though. I actually have four car magazines I haven't read yet. For some reason, I haven't gotten into them. Uh, what I am getting into is the pre- uh, president uh, is uh, going to be meeting with Andrew Cuomo today. But before Andrew Cuomo meets with the president. He's going to be here in Buffalo at Roswell Park. Uh, His uh, press conference is at 1045, all right? But he's going to Roswell uh, and do that. So he's coming to Roswell, and then he's going to meet uh, the the president. So that should be good. And immigration, the president tweeted out yesterday, uh, he is going to put out an executive order putting a hold on immigration. Uh, so that uh, I think this is a good t- a good time to do it. I don't imagine there was much trickling through anyway at this time. However, uh, I, I think that's a good idea. We might as well tighten it up as best we can. So I want to know if you're okay with that. Are you okay with the president putting a hold on immigration? One thing we did find out, I found out not through news sources, found out uh, through uh, telephone calls and, uh, and uh, texts. And uh, things like that. Uh, when you some countries, when you go in to visit, you need a visa. Okay. Well, uh, for our Russia trip, uh, which was already canceled, that was uh, the first one was supposed to be in June, but that that's been canceled. You need a visa to go into Russia. And uh, Bernie, come here uh, for a second. And what does the visa cost for uh, two people? Uh, a little over five hundred dollars. Okay, so it's a little over five hundred dollars for two people. Uh, and when you apply for it, you have to send your application, and you have to send your passports. So we sent our passports and a check for 500 and some odd dollars for uh, Bernie and Sandy to go to Russia. Well, the Russia trip gets canceled uh, by the uh, cruise line, I'm not wanting to take any chances. Viking is a very good line. And so uh, we applied to get our, our passports back and our money back. Well, it was uh, told to us that we are going to get our passports back, but we're not going to get the money back. <laughs> it would be available for a future visa into Russia, but we don't have another Russian trip planned. Uh, we the, What's still on the docket is, uh, uh, let's see, we've got... Uh, uh, one one trip in the U.S. and then we've got a a, a trip in uh, Australia. So that that's what we have left. So we we don't plan to go uh, uh, to um, uh, to uh, Russia again. But you don't get the money back. And you know what they told us? They started doing this when we started doing it. Apparently, I never knew this. Apparently, uh, according to them, anyway, I'm using them as a source. According to them. Uh, that we start, we started doing that, not uh, refunding money for, uh, uh, for uh, yeah, for America. If you were coming to America, and then uh, it had to it get, it get uh, canceled out for some reason. But I didn't know that. So apparently they're going to keep our five hundred and something dollars. But I got to thinking. Look at how much money they make on visas in Russia. If it's five hundred dollars for two people, you know how many two peoples go go to Russia every year? A lot, 
That's a that's a uh, that's a good deal. I was thinking, guys, we should have a visa necessary to listen to the show. What do you think? <laughs> nah, no restrictions. We shut off the show if you don't pay the visa. I like that idea. Pay up. We once had a person when I was programming WKBW that called about some complaint about Dan Neverett. Which didn't surprise me. I mean, uh, Dan uh, did a lot of fun stuff, and occasionally he uh, he would get somebody angry at him. But she was um, uh, she was uh, complaining about him, and they put her through to me because, as program director, I was the guy in charge of talking to people who were ticked off. All right, isn't that a great match? Sending them to me. But anyway, so I'm talking to her, and she's going back and forth and back and forth and never, never this and that. I said, I'll tell you what, madam, I've got a perfect solution. I'm going to talk to our engineering staff, and I'm going to tell them to stop sending the signal to your house. So you will not be able to listen to the others, Jay Fredericks or George Hamburger or whoever else was on the air at the time. Uh, you won't be able to hear them, but at least you won't be bothered by Dan Neverth. We're not going to send the signal anymore. So she <laughs> she thought I was serious. She said, well, uh, you know, I wasn't happy about what he did, but I certainly, I, I got to have KB on. I said, well, should we should we have him not shut it off or not? She said, oh, no, no, leave it on. Leave it on. I'm sorry about calling. Uh, I'll, I'll just, I'll, but I, I, I want to keep listening. I said, well, thank you very much. See that's how you that's how you fix conflict. That's conflict resolution. She really thought that we could shut it off just going to her house. Now now with everything digital you might be able to do something like that but you certainly couldn't do it then. So I should be in charge of it, wherever there's conflict. You know, um, okay, uh, uh, this group and that group sit down with me and I'll uh, I'll straighten it out for you. So we're talking about the uh, what will be it's not yet an executive order from the president putting a hold on immigration. Are you okay with that, or do you think it's just opportunistic that that's something he would have liked to have done even before the virus, or it's a good good thing because of the virus? The second is, when do you think we'll reach the benchmark uh, for lifting the restrictions to get back to uh, almost perfect normal? I think we're going to have to get to very low levels uh, the, those that line's going to have to be really flat or close to it to do that. The other thing would be a virus, uh, a, um, uh, a a cure or a treatment for the virus, which might take longer. So I'm really not sure. But I think if if the uh, line got to flat and uh, we were keeping it to a very very small amount, I guess there has to be in our mind some acceptable amount. And I, I don't like that thought that there is, you know, that is, is if there's five, okay, there's still five people who have families. There's still five people who have friends that are married. They have five people that have kids, five people that go on picnics. Uh, to me, losing any of them is, is not acceptable. But being a realist, you're never going to get to zero. I, I, well, I think it's very tough to get to zero. So I'm saying... When the line is as flat as the line is going to get, realistically. Sandy, can I can I ask a yeah. question based on what you're saying about getting the uh, line flat, flatter? Uh, if 
we take into account the number of people that have already had Wuhan virus, and we were to start calculating them. Now, mind you, they haven't been tested, so uh, we haven't been able to put them into the equation. But would that lower the number even more? I don't know. It's hard to tell simply because uh, during the rush, which we're in right now, a lot of people who died, it, it, they listed them as dying from the virus when indeed they may have had the virus, but technically they died of other things. Like people with but, lung cancer. Yeah. So I don't know how that skews the actual numbers. If it just makes us feel better about it, that, that we flatten the line more, or if it's a real way to calculate, which I doubt. Okay. We'll be back with more. 803-0930-1800-616-9236, star 930. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back with the Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Tony, do you remember a guy we used to work with named Ron Shoney? Ron Shoney? Shoney, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, I do too. And uh, uh, he's uh, he's listening to the show today, so we'll give him a big shout out. Uh, he, in, in his later part of his career, he's Dan Neverett's contract advisor. Uh, he worked he worked out uh, Dan's deal with uh, <laughs> Buddy Shula. You see how well that worked out too. <laughs> So nice job, Ron. Nice job. I don't want you to handle mine. It's up in uh, July. We have the whole month of July. Stay home. Uh, don't show up at my house. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so the two questions we're asking: immigration is put on hold. Uh, there'll be an executive order signed. I don't know when is he signing it, uh, but it should be uh, imminent. And uh, WBEN uh, wants to know, when should we relax uh, re- uh, restrictions uh, that we're uh, under now? I'm thinking when that line is practically flat or is flat, so that uh, statistically there are some numbers on it, but uh, almost impossible uh, to, to catch it from, uh, from the current statistics, or certainly a vaccine, uh, some kind of a way of treating it, Anything like that. But I think until then, people are going to be uh, very, very cautious. Uh, One thing, every once in a while, uh, 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 not every once in a while, every day, uh, uh, Tim and I go over ideas uh, for the show. And one of of the things that uh, he brought up, I'm thinking the total opposite, uh, is that people, uh, now that they're quarantined at home, are spending more money. Now, if you are spending more money, you're probably spending it online because there aren't many stores that are open to spend it on. 
go to a jewelry store or a furniture store, some place that would uh, take big money, and they're not open. Uh, so I, I don't know where you'd spend it on. Uh, at home here, the only money I've spent in a month, besides, you know, the gas bill and the light bill, the, the usual things, uh, is for groceries. That's it. I uh, think because, I know. Uh, yeah, what, what, do you, what do you think? I think people are spending more money on food. Uh, it's difficult at times to get what you want from the supermarket, so people are ordering out more. They're, they're uh, more inclined to support local businesses, try to help out. I know we are. We order from the uh, places that we love that have uh, been good to us over the years. So we, a lot of people like me think it's important to spend your money locally. I think uh, the liquor stores are definitely profiting more. More, more, more people sure. going to get booze because what else are they going to do? They're stuck home all day. Yeah, uh, talk for about 30 seconds because I have my computer in my hand and I'm seeing what that says uh, because uh, it, it's so counterintuitive uh, uh, that I can't really believe it. I know an, uh, another area where people are spending money on is they're going to uh, the uh, Home Depots and Lowe's and they're stocking up on paint. A lot of painting projects going on. So I think people are getting things done inside their houses that uh, maybe they would have put off at this time if, uh, if there was no pandemic going on. Okay. Uh, uh, this uh, article uh, s- uh, stresses... Uh, furniture, things like that, which I'd find. I, I don't think peop, uh, many people buy furniture online. I think at the end of the month, well, we've just passed a month. But I think if, if you look at your expenditures, if you keep track of them, you'll find that you spent less. I'll, I'll throw that in there. Are you spending more money than you used to? I can understand Tony's point. I think it's legitimate. We're probably spending uh, more on groceries, but not a large amount more. If you spend 100 maybe you're spending 120 If you spend 200 maybe you're spending uh, two, two, 240 or something like that. Uh, they're talking about large, expensive expenditures. Uh, the governor will be with us at 1045, uh, with us and everybody else that's on the line. <laughs> he won't be exclusively with us, uh, but uh, he will be in town. He'll be at Roswell and uh, doing his uh, uh, daily briefing. 1045. Have you guys noticed that on the briefings with both him and the president, a lot of it, a lot of the beginning is just catch up time. It's for designed, I think, for people who haven't watched any of these because they start right from the first day and and go through a chronology of, of what's happened so far. Now, Cuomo tends to if he's got a little bit of raw meat uh, that he wants to throw in on his press conference, it will be in the middle of it. He doesn't do it at the beginning. Uh, he does it in the middle, okay? The president is like a kid. He can hardly wait to get that good news out there, so he puts it right at the front. Have you, have you two noticed that? I think that's a good observation on your part, and it's very accurate. Andrew wants to get the uh, water nice and room temperature and then turn the heat up, get to a boiling point in the middle of his speech. And President Trump, he just comes out, hits the flamethrower, and says, let's go to work. Now, I wish it were the president here today at 1045. Instead, it's the governor. And the reason I wish it were the president is uh, there'll be local reporters there. And we'll see which ones are the dumb ones, which ones ask the dumb questions. Because on the national uh, press conferences that they have, 
Cuomo doesn't get the dumb uh, the dumb uh, reporters. His are pretty good uh, reporters and pretty good questions. Okay, so he's I don't expect him to get any dumb stuff today at Roswell, but the president always gets gotcha stuff. Although he's getting more legitimate questions now, I think they ran out of gotcha. He's got more good news than they have gotcha. So um, we'll see what happens. But it's at 10.45, so it's about an hour from now. We'll be, uh, we'll be hearing what he has to say. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk to you, or at least to read what your thoughts are on News Radio 930. This is WBEN. Uh, here's what we're talking about, uh, and it's a, from the New York Post. While millions of people, uh, see, I, 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 it's an anecdotal thought, but I can't see this being real. While millions of people file for unemployment or struggle to make ends meet during the pandemic, others are splurging on high-priced luxury goods, calling it spend spendemic. The New York Post talked to people who have spent uh, the quarantine shopping for furniture, clothing, and high-priced uh, foods. Some experts say shopping helps give people a sense of control in panic times. Overall, online purchases up 13%. In the first week of April, that's online. Have you made any splurge purchases? And uh, we, we've got a, um, a text from a person who said they bought a desk and a rug, an area rug, online because now they were going to need an office to work out of at home. And I can see that. But I can't see people going out and buying any jewelry or things like that. Uh, so... That's just a, a, a side thought, but if you'd like to comment on that, you're most welcome. Should I return that Ferrari I got for you? You know what? I tried to get in it last night, and I couldn't fit, so I'm on a diet. <laughs> okay. Give me uh, 10 or 12 years, and if I can't fit in it, return it then. Thank you. Could you fit into sit in one of the older-style Ferraris? Yes, I did. Um, oh. I, I can fit in the Mondial, and that's about it. All right, let's get one. Okay. 1045, the governor, okay? Uh, right now, uh, Mr. Beamer, you have a, a ton already of uh, Facebook, so give me a couple. That's right. Keep them coming. Eric says, well, the question is, when should the restrictions be relaxed? And please explain, which is very important on the Facebook page, so please explain why you say what you're saying. Yes, uh, we don't want yes and no answers. We're not taking a survey. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So a top fan, Eric, says, I'm not an expert. We'll see what happens by May 15th. But I do want to get back to work. However, it depends on what the doctors say. I trust doctors more than politicians. You know, one of the questions I've, I've been wanting to use and I might use in the near future, uh, you know, you've been bitching about your job forever but do you miss it right now? Do you miss not having a job? I think people miss not having a paycheck uh, because that's important. Uh, and your job is important, too. But uh, people complain about their job all the time. But yet, if your company were to open today, you'd be jumping up and down with joy, I'm thinking, uh, having a place to go and a paycheck to show up at the end of whatever, a week, two weeks, uh, maybe a month. Uh, that would be unusual. Uh, another one, please. All right. Well, this time we will go with Sabrina, who says, absolutely, never should have been closed. Restaurants and crowded areas, yes, but parks and recreation where you can socially distance should open now. Sweden never closed anything, and their curve is flattening because of common sense precautions. 
All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go to line one, shall we? And this would be Claudette. Whoa, whoa, Claudette in Hamburg. You're on WBEN. Hello, Claudette. Hi, Sandy. Hi. How you doing today? Yes. I'm, I'm doing fine. You got something for us today? Yeah, I agree with the immigration closure. That is fine with me. And as far as when it's going to be over, I'm, I think when the line goes down, just like you said, but we'll know for sure it's over when our governor, um, if he ever decides, doesn't feel compelled to give us his daily campaign speeches. Well, that's true. Yeah, we're going to see him today in Buffalo. He's at, uh, he's at Roswell at 1045. So good point. I think when the campaign speeches end, uh, that means the, uh, the problem has ended. Thank you, Claudette. Have a good day. Uh, Tony, you know how we can tell when it's over? When John Bellucci tells us it's over. And if, you, if, if you could dig that out for us, Tony, uh, and tell me when it's ready. Because uh, I'm thinking out of all of the definitive voices, uh, not the doctors, not the law enforcement people, not the government, but yet a comedian. A comedian named John Belushi uh, knows when it's over. And Tony is finding that cut for us right now. Uh, so we'll know. Uh, and, and we are to go by this. This is the official notification of uh, closure. And once uh, once you get that, uh, that audio piece up, then indeed we will know. Where People are, are now getting a pen and pencil. They're writing this down. It would be uh, John Belushi. 803-0930-1800-616-9236 and star 930. Uh, we're asking about the immigration uh, tweet by the president yesterday, it's saying like he will he, he will put out an order. Yeah, you did. We're all officially kicked out of school. Wormer yep. just got our grades. There is no school. It over? Us out of school? I wonder when it's over. <laughs> that makes sense. Hey, what's this lying around? What the <laughs> hell is supposed to do, you moron? War's over, man. Wormer dropped the big. Over. What? Over? Over? Did you say over? I'll tell you when it's over. Nothing is over until we decide it is. That's Was it. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Wait a minute. Hell no! Germans? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> and it ain't over now. Because when the going gets tough. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, John. Uh, see, that that would be, uh, don't you think, Tony, that would be the definitive it's over when I'll say it's over? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it sounds like my dates after the prom in high school. <laughs> it's over when I say it's over. <laughs> well, let's go to the break, and then when we come back, we'll be talking to you. Don't forget uh, the governor at 1045 from Roswell Park on News Radio 930 WBS. All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.